You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heavenly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Thank you to this episode's sponsor, the Blast From Our Past podcast. Are you a child of the 80s or 90s? Are you nostalgic for the movies or TV shows of your childhood? Check out the Blast From Our Past podcast, hosted by Adam and John Spees. Come along as they dive into your favorite movies, such as the children's fantasy epic, The NeverEnding Story, or the summertime adventure film, The Sandlot as well as TV shows like Thundercats and DuckTales. They say you have to grow up sometime, but we don't think so. You can find The Blast from Our Past podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube, and on Facebook and Twitter at at BlastPassCast. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and making it possible. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have an out-of-town guest, another one that Christy has brought to us from the Chattanooga House Shows because he's playing tonight, and his name is... Nate Curran. And he's from... Originally from Georgia, uh, Gainesville, Georgia, and I currently live in St. Petersburg, Florida. How did you know Christy? I think Christy and I got connected through the Watt Sisters in Seattle. I played their Seattle Secret shows last year, and then Kristen Watt recommended me to Christy, and that's how we got connected. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so you're a singer-songwriter, and why don't we go ahead and hear a song so we can know what you sound like? Sounds good. What are you going to play? Well, this is a brand new one, actually. This is a song I just wrote a couple of months ago. I've sort of been spending a little bit more time off the road the last year, writing more and sort of uh, recharging. I've done around 800 shows the last 10 years. So it's been a grind. So you're not new to the game. No, not at all. But I needed a little bit of a break. So I've been writing more and traveling less. This is a new tune, sort of about that life out there on the road. This is called Ramblin' Man actually. And uh, it goes like this. I'm just a rambling man, old guitar in my hand, making my way slowly west. Lost a card game in Reno, Del Dorado Casino, and my heart down in Los Angeles. I'm just a rambling man I don't make too many plans Got a wanderer's heart in my chest So I drive to the desert Through the Indio sunset Where I play for the sky overhead But I used to have dreams about being a star Playing for the bright lights of my electric guitar But passion alone doesn't get you too far Just you watch for me 
But I'm just a rambling man Without a place to stand Moving my wheels here and there Too old for the surfers Too young for the snowbirds I settled in the South Florida air But I used to have dreams about loving someone Growing some roots and raising a son But dreams start to fade like the flickering sun Just you wait for me Doing great things Like make people smile with my guitar While I sing And now that I realized I have what I dreamed I die a lucky man But I'm just a rambling man Moving across this land Looking for a place to call home From the New Orleans fountains To the North Georgia mountains I can feel the South deep in my bones And I'm just a restless man Toes buried in the sand Watching the waves ride on by and I hope to one day leave But if I get no reprieve The gulf, it's where this rambler will die That was so pretty! Thank you! So, I guess after being on the road and you come back and you start writing again Like really writing, not just like in between Yeah, not just sporadically I guess your tone... Kind of changes a little bit, huh? Yeah, for sure. Writing has definitely changed over the 10 years or 11 years now that I've been like full-time doing this. I've lived a bunch of different spots too. So originally from Georgia, but I've lived in New York City for a little bit, lived in San Francisco for a couple of years, and, and then lived in an RV on the road for three and a half years before I moved to Florida. And being around all those different places for a long period of time, you're around all different kinds of people. Oh, yeah. And perspectives, which help shape the way you think and don't think about things, exactly, I guess. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Played in Chicago three or four nights ago, and I was talking to a girl there, and I was like, you know, it's funny. The more you travel, the more people you meet, the more varying types of people you meet and interact with and get close to, you begin to see the world in a different way because I have friends that are super liberal, super conservative, friends that are... Christian, that are Jewish, that are Muslim, that are gay, that are straight, that are all these different things. And you see the world through all of their eyes. And even if you don't agree with maybe certain things, if, you know, politically or religiously or whatever, you can empathize with people more. Mm-hmm. And understand the perspective exactly. from where they live. Exactly. Geographically too, you know, Chicago is a very different place than New Orleans or... There's different kinds of troubles you have in different places. Oh, Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long have you been playing? I've been playing music since I was about eight years old. Wow. So like 30 How'd you years. get started? My dad is a preacher, and uh, I grew up playing church music, played piano since I was a little kid, played in church growing up, played for offertories and, you know, congregational singing and all that, and, and started playing guitar in high school and had my first little band and did a little bit of that in college, sort of grunge rock type thing, and that didn't last too long. But Where did you go to school? Where did I not go to school? I went to four different schools in four different states, so <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, ended up at a little school in Florida, kept getting in trouble. I think I was more into partying and playing rock and roll and all those types of things than I was actually getting a, an education, at least for a while. Graduated though with a marketing degree and got hired as an art director at a uh, marketing firm in Atlanta for a couple of years. And then music just took hold. And finally, I was trying to do both and just play on the weekends. And finally, I quit my job. I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to do music full time. And yeah, that was about 11 years ago. So it's been going good, I see. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know how it goes. There's ups and downs and good years and bad years. Overall, it's been worth it. And you're doing what you love. That's right. You can't. You can't beat it. Well, why don't we do a cover? Okay. I grew up actually not allowed to listen to rock and roll at all because my dad was a Baptist preacher. and Living in the South. Oh, yeah. Living in, in Georgia, going to the Baptist church. You know, no drinking, no dancing, no no rock and roll. No dancing. No dancing. I know. What a primitive You can't lifestyle. even, like, wiggle your body well, at we all. Well, did, we did, like— um, Line dancing. We did, like, line dancing, and we did, like— uh, Southern ballroom dancing. You couldn't get down. We couldn't get down. Mm-mm. And now I get down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I would sneak off and listen to stuff. And, and you know, the Rolling Stones were, they were one of my favorite groups. And so I'm going to do a little cover by the, by the Stones. This is called Wild Horses. Childhood living It's easy to do The things that you wanted I bought them for you Graceless lady You know who I am You know I can't let you Slide through my Drag me away 
And I watched you suffer Dull aching pain And now you decided Show me the same No sweeping exits Rough stage lines You make me feel bitter But treat you unkind And wild horses Couldn't drag me Faith has been broken And the tears have been cried Let's do some living After we die good the way you did that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love that tune. Oh, good version. Who would you say, besides Rolling Stones, you look up to as a musician? Oh, man. There's so many. From the time I first went to college, Counting Crows was my favorite band. So as far as an influence on my music and writing and all that, Counting Crows for sure, Adam Duritz from, from Counting Crows. And, you know, there's been some other great writers as well, for sure. I mean, even going way back, you know, like Peter Gabriel and Elton John, listened to a ton of their stuff. Van Morrison when I was a kid. Currently, though, into a lot of Jason Isbell stuff. and I can hear that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The White Buffalo, I don't know if you know, know who that is. He's an artist from out west. But... When you said you had to sneak off to listen to the Rolling Stones, like, how did you do that? It's kind of funny. A couple different ways. So I got my first job when I was 15, and I worked in the mall. I would sneak down some of the bookstores and stuff. They had, you had the tapes you could listen to. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to stuff on tape on my lunch break and stuff like that. And of course, the radio in my car, you know, and I would leave. But my first car didn't even have a tape deck or anything. I just had the radio. And, um, you know, I would listen to stuff and half the time didn't even know who it was. I'd be like, oh, this is cool. I like this. And, but yeah, one of my buddies, my best friend when I was in high school, he grew up in the same type of home. We went to the same church. 
and we would sneak off, drive down, and listen to stuff and think we were so hardcore because we were listening to Counting Crows or, <laughs> you know, um, Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And <laughs> looking back now, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you know, at home, I had a little, one of those little flat tape decks, you know, that you could record stuff and I would hook it up to the radio. Oh, yeah. And record tunes onto tape and then listen back to it. And Oh, that's how you know oh, you're yeah. old. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I know. When you used to record stuff off the radio I'm so you could there. hear it. I know, so you could play it back. Yeah. I want to hear some more tunes of yours. Okay, yeah. Another original. I uh, released a record last year in 2016 called uh, The Madman and the Poet. It's sort of a long story. The um, Basically, the album is divided into two halves. There's a madman side and the poet side. And, and I really wrote it and recorded it for vinyl. And so it's out on vinyl. And, you know, side A is the madman and side B is the poet. And the Madman is more rock and roll, a little bluesy, sort of Southern Gothic, I guess, in a way. And then the poet side is more stripped down, intimate, acoustic. And so there's that dichotomy of the of the two sides. But anyway, this was a, a single that I put off of the new record called Birmingham. And when I was living in Atlanta, I was trying to carry on this relationship just for a short period of time with this girl from Nashville and we would meet in Birmingham. We met a couple times and it just was sort of this place that came to signify that relationship and sort of where it started and where it quickly ended was all in Birmingham, Alabama. So this is called Birmingham. Lightning flash across the sky White lights blur and burn my eyes The city sleeps alone tonight Silent curse of lullabies Black earrings across your face Touch my hand and make your case And tell me you'll be back someday My mind's a million miles away And I'm lost With you gone I drive this highway just to be alone in these days that we plan It's the deeper things you never understand In Birmingham Sunrise on the boulevard I drag your bags across the yard Tell me that your past is scarred I see the future isn't far And I'm lost 
you gone I drive these highways just to be alone and These days that we plan It's the deeper things you never understand Drive on back to Tennessee To live your life and forget me Swim this ocean out to sea The shell of who I used to be Thank you to this episode's sponsor, The Blast From Our Past Podcast. Are you a child of the 80s or 90s? Are you nostalgic for the movies or TV shows of your childhood? Check out The Blast From Our Past Podcast, hosted by Adam and John Spees. Come along as they dive into your favorite movies, such as the children's fantasy epic, The NeverEnding Story, or the summertime adventure film, The Sandlot as well as TV shows like Thundercats and DuckTales. They say you have to grow up sometime, but we don't think so. You can find The Blast from Our Past podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube, and on Facebook and Twitter at at LastPassCast. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and making it possible. That was deep. Yeah, a little bit. It's a sad song. I'm good at writing those. It's right? So easy to write those. I know. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't know if I can write a truly happy song. I feel so cheesy when I do. I know. You know? It's like I'm trying too hard. Uh-huh. It's like the sad ones just flow. So you live in Florida, and you're a musician, and you travel a lot and write a lot and play a lot. Yep. And when you're not doing that, what are you doing? Originally, you know, like I said, I worked at a interactive marketing agency. So I've sort of always dabbled in that. Even the last 10 or 11 years since I quit the agency, I've done a little freelance work here and there as like a graphic designer and some web stuff. And So do you do all your stuff too then? I do most of it. Yeah. So like I said, the last, you know, like eight or nine months, I've sort of taken off and I've been doing a lot more freelance graphic design work from Florida and it's paying the bills and, you know, keeping me busy. So it's nice to have something else you can fall back on and when you want to take breaks and... Yeah, it is. Other creative outlets even. I went to cooking school for a little while. Ooh. Years ago, so I, I love to cook. When you went to cooking school, do you study an area? Like a certain kind of food or... You can, you can. But I went just for like basic culinary cuisine and skills so and i only went six or seven months i was learning all just the basic knife skills and technical stuff and food and wine pairing and were you thinking that you wanted to be a chef i've entertained that idea 
You know, I think maybe one day I'll open a food truck or something. <laughs> you know, I'm too old to, yeah. to play music. Funny. So do you go to a lot of shows yourself? You know, I used to, but I found maybe in the last three or four years, I've played so much over the years. I just don't even enjoy going to shows like I used to because I'm not a people person, which is surprising to some people. Um, because when I get on stage, you know, I can interact with people fairly easily and connect with people, but in a different way. In a different way. I am an introvert at heart, though, and I like being by myself. You know, I like going home and me and my dog, we chill and we watch TV or we go out and hike a trail or something together. But so big groups of people that, you don't know. that I don't know intimidate me. And I get uncomfortable, so I don't go to a lot of shows anymore. Occasionally, I do. I drove to New Orleans back in May to see Seager Rose play at the Sanger Theater, and it was amazing. And you saw Avett Brothers? I saw Avett Brothers back in March down in Tampa. So good. Oh, incredible. Well, let's do another cover. All right. So I'm a big Ryan Adams fan. I actually have some interesting Ryan Adams stories, but I won't go into them. Well, maybe we can go into at least one after, after you play. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about it because it's kind of funny. Um, anyway. <laughs> This was a song of his off of the Heartbreaker, which is 10, 11 years old now. When I lived out West and I've lived other places, you know, New York, I lived in Wisconsin for a year. I've, you know, just kind of been all over. It's like, I miss the South. Even though there are things I hate about the South, there's more I love about the South. It feels like home to me, no matter where I'm at. So this song is called Oh My Sweet Carolina. I went down to Houston And I stopped in San Antonio I passed up the station for the bus Trying to find me something But wasn't sure just what I ended up with pockets full of dust So I went on to Cleveland Where I ended up insane Bought a borrow suit and I learned to dance Now I was spending money Like the way it likes to rain And I ended up with pockets full of cane Oh my Sweet Carolina What compels me to go Oh my sweet disposition May you one day carry I gambled up my life Building newsprint boats I raced to sewer mains Trying to find me something 
But I wasn't sure just what Funny how they say some things never change Oh my sweet Carolina What compels me to go Oh my sweet disposition Carry me Up here in the city Feels like things are closing in Sunset's just my light bulb burning out I miss Kentucky And I miss my family The sweetest winds that blow across the south Oh my Sweet Carolina What compels me to go Oh my sweet disposition May you one day carry Thank you. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Story. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, it's probably been six or seven years now, maybe, maybe longer than that. I had this I had this good friend in Florida, and she was childhood best friends with Mandy Moore. So, you know, every time I was, you know, would play in Florida, she would be there with her husband and had all the CDs of mine and everything. She'd constantly be like, I've got to tell Mandy about your stuff, and she's got to know about your stuff. And, and I'd be like, oh, forget about Mandy. Like, she's married to this guy named Ryan Adams. You need to tell her to tell him about my stuff. And uh, so we went back and forth, like, for months and years on that. And, like, every time I was in L.A., she would try to set up a meeting with me and Mandy and Ryan. Like, three different times we had something semi-scheduled, and every time it fell through. It was like he was on tour or something happened, or and I was getting so frustrated. And then they got divorced, and everyone else was like, man, it, it, you know, it sucks, but he, at least he's probably going to write some really good music now. And I was like, no, it sucks because now I've lost my connection to hang out with <laughs> no, Ryan I'm never going to meet him. Exactly. So this is kind of a funny story, but um, yeah, so it never happened. I've never met him. What? Yeah. Oh You're well. so close. I know. So what 
is coming up next for you. Are you on tour right now? I've been on tour, just a, just a short tour the f- past couple weeks. Played in Atlanta a couple weeks ago and then was in Nashville for a few days and a couple shows in Kentucky and Chicago and then playing here tonight and then I play in Fort Myers in a couple nights. So it's just like this short little run up to Chicago and back from Florida. Then I'll be off again for a couple of months, but I'm doing an East Coast tour in October, November and I'm playing a couple shows in North Carolina, Virginia, Alabama, and then all the way up to, I think, New York and Massachusetts, and then back down, maybe Philly. The time that you are taking off, are you working on a new album? Not working on a new album yet. You know, I've put out so much music the last eight years. I've got four full-length albums out and then three EPs. So I've put out like 70 or 80 songs over the last seven or eight years, and it's not cheap, as you know, to do it right. Working a nice studio with, you know, decent equipment and have some good ears around you and decent mix and all that type of stuff. Even to do it, quote unquote, on the cheap is still a lot of money. So it's like, I've put out so much stuff. And even though I'm writing a lot right now, I'm kind of like, maybe I should hold off for a while before I put out a new, a new album. And, and also I feel like I've just saturated my small fan base with so much music. Make them want it a little more. Yeah. Miss it. Wait a little longer this time. Because, I mean, it's barely been a year in between anything for like eight or nine years. It's like, you know. It's nice to just breathe a little bit too. Yes. Not feel so much pressure about it. Yes, absolutely. Because I just gone, gone, gone for so long. And the last year has been really nice. And having downtime and it's nice to get those emails or Facebook posts or Twitter comments, every once in a while, people, hey, when are you putting out new music? When's the new? And it's like, well, at some point, you know, just, but no plans right now. So on every show, I ask the guests to give advice to musicians, artists, non-artists, any advice that you have to give from your life that you have learned. And there's like so many ways you can come at that. Um, you know, as, a, as an artist, as a musician, I guess my advice would be if you really want something bad enough, there's no guarantee you're going to have it. I mean, because some people say if you really want something bad enough, you'll get it. And th- that's not true. But if you really want something bad enough, you've got to work your tail off for it. And you'll get something. You'll get something out of it. It might not be what you originally anticipated or wanted, but I think it will be something that is fulfilling in some way. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's been you know, what's happened the last 10 years is, you know, I've, I've toured, I've toured my butt off. I've put out records, I've sold albums, I've done everything you can possibly do as a touring independent artist to quote unquote, make it whatever that means. And I feel like I have in some ways, you know, like I've played places where I never thought I'd play and with opening for artists, I never thought I'd open for and visited so many great spots and met so many amazing people. And that's all been worth it. It's been worth it for me. So aspiring artists, songwriters, musicians, just work hard. Don't be afraid of hard work. But you know, I I think also on the flip side of that is there's this fine line between being passionate and being grateful and content at the same time. And if you can be content with what you have in whatever state of life that you're in while working really hard, realizing that the opportunities you have been given and the amazing people around you, whoever that might be, and being grateful and really truly thankful, I think it 
really makes your perspective so much brighter and it makes for a happier person that's for sure yeah your life is way more fulfilled that way and that would be my advice to people just recognize the things you can be thankful for and don't take them for granted the people yeah well let's do your last original what are you gonna play i'm gonna do a really scaled down version of a song off the new record from the madman side so this is more of a a little bit more of a southern rock kind of tune so when i moved to san francisco about six years ago I was living just outside of Atlanta. I put all my stuff in storage. I packed my car with what I could fit, me and my dog, and we drove across the country and met some interesting people along the way. I've spent a good bit of time over the years as I zigzag back and forth down in Louisiana, in New Orleans especially. This song was sort of inspired by a girl I met down there in New Orleans on the Mississippi River. This is called Midnight Train. Well, I met a girl on the Mississippi Hair like a raven and voice like rain Was heading out to California Heading west on the midnight train I was getting out of Georgia to the coast to find the sea. No more heat or endless summers, no more sweet magnolia trees. Passed her up in Louisiana, back of luckies in a southern smile. Ballroom dress so white as cotton, jaws deep as a country mile. Mississippi, hair like a raven and voice like rain. 
I like it. Thank you. I think I would like the the mad guy side more. More than the sappy. Well, I guess I would have to hear it. I guess I'm going to have to listen. I have to check it out. Where can people find your stuff? All of my albums are on iTunes and Amazon and all that. Spotify, of course, if you're into the streaming stuff. The newest record is for sale on my website as well, natecurran.com. Just mainly online these days or at shows. Yeah, or at shows. Keep track of me if I'm in your area. Yeah. Come out to a show. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt at openmicspotlight.com. I would like to give a warm thank you to Jesse Junkerth for mixing this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes, Facebook, or even the openmicspotlight.com website. If you love this podcast, share it on Facebook and tell your friends about the awesome talent you hear on Open Mic Spotlight. It would be a huge help.